Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's James, Jeremy, and Chris here at the Washdown Podcast. I'm a little pissed off on this episode, episode number 31. We're going to talk a little bit about the impact of violence on the first responders on a continual basis. I'm a little upset, and we're going to go ahead and talk it out. We'd love to hear your opinions. Chime in on the episode. Thank you. Who's your problem, child? This was such a great idea. I'm so glad that I started this podcast. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's all like, oh, let's bitch at Jim. Let's bitch at Jim. Who's your problem child today? Say it. I mean, he's got you there. It has been you. Thank you. He See? was on time. And, oh, I was on a, time. That's a win. You're always on time. We do it at your house. I was early. I was sitting down here. I was waiting, and nobody was here at 10 o'clock. So and let me get this 10. straight. I'm not I will the read the goddamn text message not, at 10 o'clock. I am I not the problem the child dogs. today, and I was on time. Yeah. I am the fucking shining star today. Gold star. Wow. Thank you. Gold He's star. got one of 31. That is an awesome I had like percentage. Ha- I think the first time when I was like really you trying to impress you guys, I, showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying. Whenever I gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't throw stones. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, we're going to talk about a subject I'm kind of pissed off about today. Awesome. Love it. Is it Jeremy's attitude? Yeah, it really is. We need to talk. We need to address <laughs> Jeremy's attitude. His lack of professionalism is fucking dumb. Is it because he constantly bitches at you? Yeah. Daily? <laughs> Look, he's like the son I never wanted. And that's, I feel a certain responsibility for him to try to keep him on the straight and narrow. And I've just, I haven't taken enough leadership classes yet. <laughs> I haven't figured out the way to motivate him, but he told, he gave me a clue earlier. He said that he's always done well with the whole, you know, coach, getting your ass type of mentality. So that's what he's going to get. Pretty sure if you brought, like, Burger King but also, daily for him. He'd but be here's the thing. I do well with that. To his- I do well with that, but I've also learned – I've also grown since then. Uh-huh. And I've learned the term, go fuck yourself, and it's taken me farther than I could ever go <laughs> want to go. <laughs> So it's like a catch twenty two. Who knows what you're gonna well, get? Yeah, <laughs> and it's not like I have any real authority to make you drop down and do push ups either. So, nah. So, so I, I hope I hope you are my captain one day. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I'm gonna try like hell to make sure that never happens. <laughs> I'm not gonna float in your district. <laughs> I can't wait. I think he's afraid of work. Oh, dude, I'm That's... not gonna set myself up for failure. Well, you don't <laughs> make you fail? go to a busy district and learning? Come on, Mr. Green. You can't handle Mr. Moran for a day? No, I could. Oh, okay, okay, you could. Then I'd have charges filed on oh, me. okay. <laughs> so do we need to talk about your anger? I don't have an anger problem Oh, you just anymore. have poor responses. Poor responses, got it. No, with work, it's fine. I can't wait till he gets his own spot and then reports need to be done. Moran, do his reports. Nope. No. Captain's <laughs> responsibility. Yeah, but medics get paid more, so guess what? No. No. That's how that works. <laughs> Sorry. Just so you know, I got Captain's paid more than you responsibility. No. See, he's, he's that guy that's going to change a, this is when the shirt color order. changes. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I so am. You're going to get light blue t-shirts. You're going to get light I, blue cutoffs. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's going to have a light blue hat. He's going to buy a light blue truck. It's gonna, everything's going to say Captain on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm going to wear my Class A's and all the whenever, time. Whenever you run an EMS call, 
Captain Green, is it okay if I start an IV on this sick patient? Captain Green, I think we need to do CPR. What do you think? Yep. We'll play this game, and we will win. Make sure. <laughs> hey, and, and, and anytime you go on a, on a call, on your, if you're on the ambulance, you better call for that pumper. Oh, man, this 90. I need help lifting this 90-pound person. Hmm. Dude. No, you, you, wonder, you started it. Send me pumper X, right. Y, and Z. But you're clear in the Northland. Send him up here. I need my We'll captain. wait the 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need a rider. <laughs> you have to follow me to the hospital. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. Ooh, I'm just saying, you know, there's a shaving policy. There's a uniform policy. He is policy. clean shaven. He is for the first time ever. Lies. I was clean shaven last year. Yeah, when you burnt yourself. Shut up. Because <laughs> you don't so know how to put your fucking gear on correctly. That was so terrible. Fuck you. <laughs> That'll be the first thing that I guess we train on. How to don your bunker yeah. gear correctly. See, he's giving me that floater too. We're going training. I'm going to fix this crew. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. I <laughs> will go take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I can't we wait. We don't take naps. I can't wait. I take naps. Can't wait. It's going to be great. You'll be in the books every day, all day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a student of the profession. I just don't display it. I'm glad I'm wearing boots because it's getting deep in here. I'm anyway. Wearing, I'm wearing my hey dudes. Anyway, on to your topic. Uh, yeah. No, a little pissed off on this one. I am tired of stupid people. Doing stupid things, a.k.a. <laughs> violence. I am shit full of violence. I am tired of it. I am tired of us abusing our children. I am tired of the abuse of elderly people. I am tired of assholes shooting each other. I am tired of people beating each other up. I am fucking tired. Jeremy, I'm tired. All day, every day, that's all we run. So what I'm gathering from that is that you're tired I'm of violence. tired of violence. It's stupid. But like, what, and let me, let me stop you for a second, because I know you're going to get back on your soapbox here. Yeah. Um, but what if, and I'm just going to throw this out there. What if one person has something that the other person wants, so they beat the crap out of them and take it? Is that okay? No. But no. they want it more than the person who has it. Don't care talk nicely let's go back to our goddamn preschool lessons where we don't just take toys from little tommy we ask tommy if we can play with the toy as well but but i want it more than he does yeah like i just i i'm so and and i brought the subject up because i want to talk about like we talk about burnout we talk about like but there there is a point in our careers where like we train for the emergency we train for the person having the heart attack the person having the stroke the person in a car accident mm-hmm. I can handle the oops, the accidents, the I wasn't paying attentions, the I didn't take my meds. What I can't handle is I don't value someone's life enough to end it or make it terrible. And it is out of control right now. And I surely can't be the only person like this. And I, I just, it really concerns me. Like, at what point, like, 
we talked about this in a previous episode. When someone is around death and violence and lack of regard for human life their entire life, we can't sit back and be surprised when all of a sudden when they're grown adults, they carry those same traits and behaviors. But I also can't, I also have to sit back and look and think if we're subjecting our first responders to that on a daily basis, you can't be surprised if all of a sudden they start to care less. I don't care if you pay them. I don't care if they're held in high regard, if it's their profession. It's just human nature. You become numb to it and you don't give a shit as much as you did. And that's dangerous. And I don't think people understand that like this continual cycle of violence we live in as a society is really tearing down on the people that are supposed to care and do care. And it's scary. I'll give you an example. Like, and we learn to rationalize things, right? Like, oh, well, this idiot's all swelled up because he didn't take his Lasix like he was supposed to. Like, we, we just learn to just make things work in our mind because we can't control everything. Even when we run these shootings, oh, this dude tried to rob this person and he got shot doing it. Idiot. That's what he had coming. The other night, you know what I did? I ran some nice elderly man delivering the goddamn morning paper and got shot up 10 times because he tried because somebody tried to carjack him. What in the hell did he do to anybody? Nothing. And here we are having to go unfuck this situation. And this man didn't ask for. I sure as hell didn't ask for it. All because someone doesn't value human life. Like, is that where we're at now? It, 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 it's mind boggling to me. And I'm a little pissed off of it. I mean, like, and this is coming from someone that lost his mother to homicide. Like, I'm shit full of it. Stop hurting other people. I don't disagree with anything that you said. But now that I'm off my soapbox, I I do want to address, I am concerned as this continues, let's, let's look at the facts. Our nation right now, not just our cities, our nation right now is overall is seeing huge spikes in violence. And who goes and solves these problems? The cops on scene? the firefighters and the paramedics on scene, the nurses in the hospitals. Like we are left to clean this mess up and it's, we can't ask this forever. What do we do? I think that's, that's the billion dollar question. Cause I mean, whenever you, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit of if a person is, and we'll call it cultural. Cause that's basically what it is if you're in this culture and you see this okay i get the point that you're making but it's a i think cultural is just it's a broad term it it is a broad term. can't be but how are people going to take that what's what you're saying okay about it and this today so you want to call it a socio-economical status status Due to due geographical, to location, geographical location, blah, 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 yeah, blah. We'll, that's what it is. Just we'll go down the list and church it up as much as you want, Joe Dirt. The fact of the matter is that if you're in that, whatever you want to call it, and that's all you know, you're right. How can we expect it to change? So what do we do to get it to change? And also, on that same note, 
not everyone that is in that situation turns out that way. Mm-hmm. There are people that get out. We know people that get out of that situation and become productive members of society. You know what's interesting right now? One of the large, like, or throughout the nation, we're in a big rhetoric of defunding, abolishing, doing away with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting if you go in these areas that are most affected by this, they're like, fuck you, you fund them. Like, give us all the cops. Give us all the resources. It's it's a it's a minute few, but they're just so loud, either in their words or their actions. Yeah, well, I it, think it, you it, have that with any fringe group. You well, but I mean, by actions of like, the whole block could be great, but if somebody's shot on it, it ruins the reputation of the block. Yeah, the block could be full of great people. They help each other out, mow each other's lawns, have barbecues, but all of a sudden they suffer. Economically, reputation-wise, if somebody's killed, mm-hmm. you think they're ha- you think housing prices go up when somebody's shot on the, <laughs> shot on the street? You know what I mean? Like they, they they are impacted in so many ways. Yeah, because then they say, "Let's get out of here." Well, great, our house just went down thirty thousand so dollars. Yeah. We can't really sell it and get the money out of it. We need it's it's crippling, not only to the people that live there, but again to the like. I just. I, I'm start. I, I bring this up because I'm starting to get to the point. Not starting to get to the point. I have thought sometimes of like, if you don't care, why should I? Well, and I think in our profession, it's very easy to hit that burnout stage because that's what that is. That's burnout. You're tired of running the same calls over and over and over again, dude. And who can blame you? Because it is, it feels like you're beating your head up against a brick fucking wall. It's because I can't rationalize it. That's that's what I've noticed. Well, there's no me. there's no way to rationalize it, because a right thinking rational person wouldn't do that shit. You know, we made little jokes earlier, quoting Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. but that's how some people think. It's like, well, they have that, whatever it is. I want it. Well, I'm not going to go work hard, save my money, and then go buy it. I'm just going to go take it and steal it because I want it right now. And even, and there's so many layers to peel back on this too because it's not just the, like, the shootings, which we see so many of, but like the abuse and neglect of kids and elderly. You know, I, I get irate when I go into like subpar rehab and nursing home places and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Or you go into, you know, you run those sick kids and that that's, I, I used to work at a children's hospital before I got on the fire department and I could handle sick kids. Sick kids are sick kids. Everybody gets sick. That kid didn't ask to be beaten. That kid didn't ask to be sexually assaulted. That's the stuff that bothers me. Like, you know, you always hear, what's the worst thing you ever so it's the most annoying question we can be asked. Yeah. It's not the like, oh man, we saw this body that was split in nine pieces from this wreck. It's the the things you have seen humans do to other humans. And in this profession, it is terrible. Like those are the calls that stick with you. What did a human do to another human that that human didn't ask for? Yeah. And I just, the inability to rationalize it, even if my rationale doesn't make sense. Just the inability to even put nonsensical rationale to it really gives well, me a headache sometimes. And I think, you know, open discussion. 
But the thing that you need to remember is you didn't cause it. Right? So we're there to... We have a job to do. We're there to help. We're there to take care of the patient. And that's the scope of our job. Now, when it comes to something needs to be done about that person, that's law enforcement. Yeah, but that's their responsibility. That's what they're supposed to do. You got to remember, we're fighting a battle, the same battle as the cops in a way. And we're fighting Mike Tyson in his prime with our hands behind our back. I just read an article in our city. You're not going to win. No, you can't win this. Not. There's a, there's a battle well, with violence in this country and in the world that you can't win because the only way to win that battle nobody is to wants be to violent. Do. Yeah, I just read an article. Nobody, and nobody wants to. I don't want to be a violent person. Last night in our city about a, <clears throat> a fast food restaurant it. that had been robbed three times in the past four months, and they finally caught the guy after the third time they robbed him, and he was out the next day. Hmm. <laughs> like, well, dude, you it's one of those like, well, just fuck it. Why am I even here? Did you read the article about the guy in California? I just they, heard about that. They fucking caught him with a stolen car, bunch of stolen goods. They wrote him a ticket, let him go. Not a couple hours later, same thing. He shot at police. They let him go again. He let him on a high speed. This is within eight hours. He has committed like 30 fucking <laughs> felonies, and he's just getting tickets because they don't take anybody to jail anymore because they can't. You know, it, it's interesting, like, we, we see this epidemic, and a lot of it, you know, one could say it's like our prosecutors in this area, or, or the judicial system, they, they, you know, they want to help, they believe rehab is possible, maybe so, I, I'm not against law enforcement reform, and maybe looking at different ways, but you still have to look at the people you pay to help people, like, you wouldn't, and we've used this reference too, you wouldn't just get a brand new car and run it 90 miles an hour and never change the oil in it. And the same goes for us. You can't just throw us out here and be like, go, 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 fix, 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 fix. And ever say, well, what can we do to help you guys? How do we, whoa, this is bad on you guys. Like it just, it is mind blowing to me that we'll invest millions of dollars in programs and things like that, but not the people doing them, helping, problem solving. Yeah. And I just yeah. well, and one of the biggest issues is there's not enough of us. Yeah, we are understaffed. Mental health workers are understaffed. Law enforcement is understaffed. The hospitals are understaffed. Hospitals are understaffed. We're seeing we're seeing four, five, and six patient ratios to nurses and ERs now, and they're sick patients. Yeah. Hey, your charting wasn't done in time. Hey, you missed this yeah. med that was supposed to be given ten minutes ago. My new favorite word: go fuck yourself. We're trying. And we're all you in the back. Got, you got hospitals being run by corporations. It's corporate now. It's no longer doctors running the hospital where they started in the in the ER or in the ICU or somewhere, and they worked their way up. It's now a CEO with a business degree who's never stepped foot in the hospital except for when their company took it over. Mm-hmm. And you come in, and you've got an opiate problem, but you complain of pain, of pain. So what do I have to do now as a nurse? I have to give you pain meds because this suit over here – is all about says that the patient satisfactory score yep. is all well look, you you got a zero on your patient satisfactory my patient punched me well what could you have done to yeah. give him a 10 yeah. <laughs> so ba- essentially they're doing they're doing the thing that everybody wants to call out and victim blame mm-hmm. that nurse is the victim of a bad mm-hmm. score from a patient 
because the patient didn't get the pain meds they wanted because they were pain med seeking and the nurse knows that but you got the suit over here who doesn't know it and needs to shut the fuck up you know we because he's all about money if i walk or out she, or whoever's running the damn hospital if i walk down to the gas station right now and say hey man how you doing and clock somebody in the face i'm getting arrested in our state and multiple states if i'm if i call and say i have chest pain and i punch the first person through the door i'm getting a ticket if that mm-hmm. it's going to mental health court yeah. or drug court are, are you fucking kidding me and like i think this is and to our viewers like i think this is a hot topic for a lot of us because like we're starting to see it we're fed up and we're on the backside of a pandemic where we all got <laughs> i've never felt so not essential during essential working periods the only nice got destroyed. Th- the only nice thing about it was there was no traffic. That was the only nice thing about that. <laughs> yeah. And we all drove 90 miles an hour to work. And the occasional <laughs> fucking pizza party. Like, you, you didn't like EMS mm-hmm. week at the hospitals where you got little sandwiches and two packs of Oreos? Do you remember EMS week during the hospital last year? I, actually, I was on modified for my yeah. shelter last yeah. time. He didn't uh, work most of the pandemic, so that fucker doesn't get a... That's not true. Because all the cheap little cups we got at the hospital, those factories were fucking shut down. <laughs> it took us food they were busy making masks yeah. we didn't get cups <laughs> yeah i mean look it's a huge problem it is just it almost seems to me like they're trying to make up for lost time like because numbers were down last year mm-hmm. we got to get them back up those are rookie numbers yeah we gotta pump those numbers up Oh, we you only, find a diagnosis, yeah. damn it. We only had 100 murders last year. Man, we need 150 this year. It it, it just blows, blows my mind. It, it's heartbreaking. That's the thing, Jeremy. It's, it's, it's fucking heartbreaking. Dude, it is, but I mean, and I, I get, and it, it wears on me too, of seeing that, that type of stuff over and over again. You know, the station that I used to work at, with Chris. I mean, we run a ton of nursing homes. Oh God. Yes. And some of them were just, look, they were shitholes. There's no way, there's no nice way to say it. But unfortunately we have to maintain a level of professionalism. We can't go in there and go, you know what? This place is shithole. You're a horrible fucking piece of shit nurse. You cannot go in there and say that because we have the responsibility not only to the patient, but to our department and the citizens and everything. We have to remain professional. You know what's interesting? Does, would we agree that it needs said? It absolutely so needs who said. Says it, who says it? So is that part of the problem now? But we can't. The, fam- the family that's not allowed in there? Yeah. So, <laughs> so is political correctness part of the problem? That's not political correctness. That's being professional. Don't they kind of go hand in hand? No. You I think that's, so? that's You're talking about totally different things. Because whenever we go on a scene and, you know, there's a fucking kid that's been attacked by a dog. You're going to treat the kid. Law enforcement's going to deal with the other side. It is not your place to go over there and tell the dad or the mom what a piece of shit they were for letting that toddler crawl around on with that obviously fucking dangerous dog. Law enforcement ain't going to tell Yeah, but it's, we can't do that. I know. I know we can't. But nobody does. We, we, we live in a 
So how much mild, more, mild consequence society. Right. So how much more responsibility do you want to take for people? Because that's basically what you're, you're kind of you're, talking about. You're, you're correct. Yeah. You're I taking just, responsibility for things that you cannot control. And that even as a professional in the job that we have, we can't take responsibility for those people. Does it suck? Absolutely. Yes. We're going to run those calls. They fucking suck. How can we, as firefighters and paramedics, how can we affect change? See, and that's that's a question I don't know. You know, I, I look at it as the uh, the parking lot analogy. Like, when I see a car that takes up two parking spots, there's lots of things I want to do to that car. Well, absolutely. You want to park right on top of it. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't. No. And they're going to do it again because nobody did anything to their car. <laughs> well, I mean, that I think we go down a rabbit hole about consequences and how people don't really face them in a day-to-day life. Or they're not about, immediate. Or they're not immediate. Well, we talk about everybody gets a trophy. You know? Everybody wants to be coddled, and, you know, this is... I mean, we can go down a million different avenues with this. I mean, it's happened to me. They're like, you can't say that to me. I was like, well, I just did. So now what? <laughs> I've done it. Not, yeah. you know, not to the extreme, but yeah. <laughs> why, why is it the people that do the right things all the time? And when they snap one time, they're the ones that get in trouble. Like your job. You can't have a bad day. No. Because you finally had enough and you're fed up and you snap. Oh, now you're the bad guy. You get in trouble. Yeah, but you're a professional. To what extent? Yeah, we're human. Here's the thing: just because I have a uniform on, doesn't doesn't mean mean I'm not a human. Doesn't mean I don't have emotions. Doesn't mean I don't get fed up with things. And it doesn't mean you can say or do things to me, and I have to take it. There comes a point where I'm like, I'm done. I take enough grief, and like, oh, well, you get paid this much. I don't care. At some point, we're done. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to put up with that, and. Well, yeah. and nothing gets done. When we, <laughs> so we bring up the concerns, and we go through the proper channels, and we do what we're supposed to do. Bureaucracy gets and lost. And nothing bureaucracy. happens. Well, why should I care anymore? Why should I do the right thing anymore? So that, and that's the road that I'm not saying that's what I do, but that's where things lead. That's what we see in the news with law enforcement, EMS, fire, nurses, and what do you tell? They're like. We're done. And what do you always hear? You always hear that, well, you know, you keep going for the ones that care. That's not the issue. It's not the ones that care that are the problem. We can, yeah. it's the ones that don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that's why, dude, that's why the mental health aspect is, and being mentally fit for duty is so important because if you are able to use your coping skills, and I'm not saying everybody's not going to have a bad day. It's a given. We're all human. You're not going to be perfect, and every coping skill ain't going to work, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not a fucking magic pill. But in our okay? line of work, one bad day could result in loss of a career. It absolutely could, but that's why you have to take the steps to where you don't get spun up that far. Because believe me, there's been times. There have absolutely been times where I've had to take a step back and not just go off on somebody in an extreme way. I've managed to do that. But look, we're going to run bad calls. It's going to suck. You have to remember why you got into this profession, 
why you're doing this job. And then you have to take the time for yourself to make sure that you stay mentally fit and ready for duty. Because if you let yourself get to the point where you're wore out, you're burnout, you're sleep deprived in the extreme, because we're all sleep deprived. That's just the nature of the job. It's going to happen working a 24 hour shift. You're going to be sleep deprived and your cycles, circadian rhythm, if you want to use a big word, is going to be jacked up. You are more apt to hit that point that Chris is talking about where you do have that bad day and you go off or heaven forbid you put your hands on somebody could be in self-defense could not be depends on the situation whatever and your career is over if you are proactive and take the steps leading up you won't get to that point because you cannot like we were talking about earlier you can't burn the candle at both ends run a million miles an hour all the time because that's what you're going to eventually get to Mm -hmm. especially you know hell dude pissed off about whatever type of call that you're tired of running you're going to go to work next day you're going to run that call and it's going to be that one thing because you're going to have been on the phone talking about rehab for your grandpa or something other some other bullshit thing and i'm not saying that's bullshit no yeah but you know what i'm saying there's going to be other contributing factors because you're going to have a be having a bad day in your personal life and then you're going to go run that and it's going to be something stupid And then it's going to be, well, fuck it. This dude's a piece of shit. I'm whooping his ass. You are fucking unemployed and going to jail. That's what's going to happen. It's, you know, what's sad is I can predict three things when I go to work. Somebody's going to get drunk. Somebody's going to get chest pain at the jail. And somebody's going to get shot, stabbed. Or beaten up. Yeah. That's not that's not something to look forward to every no. fucking day you go to work. Well, <laughs> that's where we need to talk about shifting your perspective, though. So you can look at it that way, or you can look at it as, hey, I can think of three things every day that's going to happen whenever I go to work. One, I'm going to eat some good food. I'm going to hang out with some cool people, and we're going to have a good time. So, yeah, I mean, put things iffy. I've had some bad. Well, ones. you know what I'm saying. There, yeah. you can pick any. You can pick any three things. Great, I gotta go work with Jeremy today. That's gonna look cool. That always <laughs> drives. Oh me wait, down. he's my captain. Never mind. This will be fun. <laughs> 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 I liked when I pulled in and like five minutes later, like, oh, he's not here yet. Sweet, JFD, <laughs> Jeremy Free Day. Yes. And then he pulls in. Oh man, I overslept. I'm like, God damn it, shit. Yeah. Now he's getting detailed. Sweet. <laughs> well, I'm getting detailed even better. <laughs> hey, we're both getting detailed to the same fucking place. <laughs> Crap. Oh wait, I'm the I'm the one in charge. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I just um, Jeremy. Actually, everything you've said is right. My concern is, and this is a bigger argument for mental health overall. We've always played catch up. Well, that goes back to the conversations we've had about being proactive. But my concern is that maybe now, as a society, we're progressing fast. Like, the gap is widening. Things are getting worse and worse and worse. 
and our mental health, our, our education of and everything is still moving at the same pace. I don't know. I, I think more stuff has been coming out. It's being talked about more so now than ever. But is ever. it being talked about at the rate that violence in this country is being talked about? If it's not, then that's the problem. So are well, you are you talking about in the stations or are you talking about everywhere. on the news? Every, everywhere. Because the news is all about ratings and they don't care. They well, blood, I blood and yet guts. To what do you, what, Jeremy, yeah. what are you talking about more in your station? The shootings you run or mental health? Uh... I mean, truthfully, we talk a lot about car wrecks because that's what we do a lot of. Um, we don't bad yeah. shit. You talk about bad shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's our nature. It's what we all can relate yeah. to because we've all been through it. It's the oh, common yeah. denominator amongst us all is terrible shit. So let yeah. me ask you this: Do you bring up mental health when you're at the station? Nope. Why not? Because we talk about terrible shit. You do this podcast. Why don't you bring it? I mean, up? so I I do. The, 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 we talk about the podcast every once in a while at the station. Like we we talk about it, but not not near to the extent that we talk about the bad shit. I'm, I'm not talking about the podcast. I'm just talking about no. I'm, I'm being using it as reference, but like healthy. Can you guys say the same? I can. I've talked about it more. I definitely recently talk about it more. than I ever did in the past. Um, and I'm getting to the point where. And I'm not there yet. And you would think, oh, you know, you had this great idea. You're going to talk, you're going to have this podcast and you're going to talk about mental health. You'd think I'd be totally comfortable just going up to whoever at the station and talking to them about it. And I'm not. Hello, I, I'm here to I, talk to you I, about I your that. extended warranty. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's because, you know, there's a comfort level. You know, I'm not that. You're new in your station. You're, well, I'm, you're new I'm, in your station. I'm new in my station, but and I'm not that really outgoing person. You know that just I can go talk to anybody about that type of stuff because it um, is. It's about bringing it up in conversation. Yeah, so and it's, I'm not saying go directly to them head on, but maybe steer the conversation when appropriate. Right. So, I mean, I'm getting more comfortable about it and talking about it a little bit more, and it helps at my station. You know, we had people here. We had Quintero. I did. I think it came through your microphone. That's my stomach. I'm hungry. We had Q on here that I work with, you know, at my station, and, you know, me and him talk about mental health together all the time, and it kind of matriculates around, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we go off and hide and talk about it. Yeah. You know, we talk about it right at the kitchen table. But, you know, it's some people don't want to hear it. And you can tell those people that they're closed off to it. They they don't want to talk about it. And that's fine. Because you, in my opinion and kind of what I've found is you can't force people to talk about it. You can bring it up. You can lay the opportunity out there just like anything else but you can't force people to do that stuff you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink right we all know that saying so are we saying are we so what i've learned from this uh-huh is that we're being proactive about being reactive we're not going to change the shit we see 
Yeah. So let's be proactive in how to deal with well, this show. And again, what a concept. Well, <laughs> you're not going. You're going to change the call. Here's my qu- my question that I asked you earlier. What What are you going to do about it? How are you going to prevent it? I'm going to go yell at those first people. That's stupid <laughs> shit, damn it. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, I think it's such a dude. It's such a complex issue, and it's. I don't. Though, think, I, think, I think we just need to use the word "no" more in, a, in, <laughs> in every everything we do. Just no. Well, I think no. Look, drunk, I, no. I I think you're onto something though with the with it being people that are in that situation that are re-traumatized, and then eventually they get to the point where they're completely desensitized and they don't value human life. And this is what they see on TV and listen to in music, and you know, so. They don't see anything wrong with it. That has to change. You ha- and but I don't know how to instill the value of human life it, on, with somebody. I mean, you would think in this country that it would just be a given, but it's not. It really scares me because if if you all like it, just it, it's a ripple effect. If there's so much violence in somebody's life, they don't care. They commit the violence, the block doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Then the community doesn't care. Then the city doesn't care. And then the people that are problem solvers don't care. And that's when you have a problem. It's similar to like the individual at their work. They can maintain for so long until their job is affected. The job's the last thing to be affected. And that's similar to us. The helpers are the last people to be affected. But it doesn't mean that they won't be affected. Yeah. And we have to figure out a way. I mean, you have to stop it at the source. It's just like... You know, whenever you have a leak, like he was talking about earlier, you're not going to just, you know, put a dam over here and just let the water collect. You got to go shut the fucking water off at the source and fix the problem. And that's what it is. It's we're the dam. Yeah, we are. We are the dam and dams break. Yeah, I think I think a good place to start would actually be enforcing the laws that we have on the books. I hate to make it polit- this episode political, but I think there is a, there or even subjective, but there is there is that aspect to it. Like we have to we have to have people up top recognize it as well, and it's easy when you're removed from it. I mean, you you get you, if you murder somebody, and it's a it's twenty five to life or whatever. <laughs> just argument's sake, say it's fifteen to twenty five years. Well, they get twenty years. They serve 20 years. It's no more of this, oh, well, they got, we're overcrowded and we're good behavior. You're out and eight. Could you imagine if we went back to like Wild West days? You killed somebody, you're hanging. I'll, th- I'll tell you this. I mean, you can't you can't sit here and say as a criminal, like, I'm going to do this because, man, it ain't going to be that bad. I'm going to do my two years and get out. Nah, bro, they're going to hang you. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Some people still wouldn't care. But those, but that's, and they'll hang, yeah, or firing squad or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like instant consequences. Well, and I think that's the thing is having consequences. And I think if you instill that at a young age, because you can't wait until that's why Fourth of July is my favorite time of the year. Instant consequences. <laughs> instant consequences. Oh. But you ain't gonna do that again. A because you learned, and B because you ain't got the fingers to do it. Yeah, we ran that call. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, so it's it's I think it goes back to the hot stove argument. You can tell your your child, don't touch it, it's hot. Don't touch it, it's hot. Don't touch it, it's hot. 
And what do they do? They touch it. And they burn themselves. But they don't touch it again. What's the first thing the parent always says? Bet you ain't going to do that again, are you? (laughs) What'd you learn? (laughs) You know what? It's one of the ways I learned to catch baseball when I was little. But you can't say that now. Like, think about if you like if somebody's sitting in jail. Bet you ain't gonna do that again, are you? Man, I don't care. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I don't either. <laughs> but I mean, that's how I learned. Like I said, baseball. Take one of the face. Bet you get that glove up. You learn that. You learn. Oh, this is the way I got to turn my glove. <laughs> got it. Because I don't want to get hit in the face. That hurts. Yeah. The problem is we got a bunch of people that just keep taking baseballs off faces now. <laughs> like, there's yeah. a reason we have warnings. On shampoo. Yeah. And warnings on coffee. Mm-hmm. Or Gorilla Glue. Mm-hmm. You know what? All of this stuff that we've talked about is just job security for us. It's true. Because here's the thing. I bitch about it, but then I'm like, but there's overtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's like that quote that, you know, we talked about the other day whenever we were talking to Rosie. Stupid is stupid does? No. Oh. The whole... Strong men. Yeah. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create bad times. Bad times create strong men. It's, dude, it's never been truer. It's a cycle. That's how the kind of society kind of rolls around. And we've had good good times for a long time. I think we're in the weak men, bad times phase now. We are. Yeah. You know, and I hate, I hate to like really do a blast from the past but there was a reason they're called the greatest generation i mean if you think about like what mentally what that generation did now i'd love i'd love to like go back there and just do like a mental health study and be like oh you are fucked up oh yeah (laughs) but like just this like we'll fix it later let's get to work yeah well and that's the the camaraderie that came from that too yeah and dude that's the thing though is they had a sense of responsibility. Yes, I'm fucked up, but I have a wife and kids. I have a job. I have this. I have to maintain. I don't. I'm gonna rec- beat the shit out of my wife in the process, <laughs> but goddamn it, I'm gonna maintain. Well, not not all of them. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying, yeah. but yeah, I don't recommend you know, that because you I, need the help. But at the same time, that's part of it. Responsibility, resiliency. Yeah. There has to be a sense of resiliency. Yeah. Not saying not saying that like you have to be a sensitive Sally, but there has to be resiliency in order to be growth. Well, and I think that resiliency is built by allowing people to fail. You know, if everybody wins all the time, how does that build resiliency? Because the first time that you get out in the actual world and somebody tells you, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. I saw this, yeah. this meme the other day on Facebook and it was We're like setting this. our the next generation up and the kids, look, I'm just going to say it. You're setting them up for fucking failure. Yeah. This picture was this little dog, like this chihuahua, like, ah, like all surprised. It was like. The first time a loudmouth kid finally gets popped in the face, and I'm like, "Yes!" <laughs> but true, we, we don't get popped in the face. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. Well, and there, no. again, there's no it's the consequences. I can get on here and talk all the shit I want, mm-hmm. all of it. What yeah. you gonna do about it? You don't even me and my fake profile I created. You don't even know who the hell I am. Versus, like, hey, fuck you. 
face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, like, bet you ain't going to do that again. <laughs> it was like the call I ran the other day. Dude, it's a homeless guy. Was running his mouth. And a young couple. It's like, hey, man, just leave us alone. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. Homeless man came after him. What would the dude do? He did what any of us would do. Dropped his ass. Dropped him. Put him through a glass window. <laughs> hit him that hard. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you hit him a little hard. <laughs> but then the guy had been drinking too. Not the kid, the homeless yeah. person. Yeah. But that's the instant consequences. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I got, why, well, I don't know what happened. I know what happened. <laughs> but, yeah. I bet you don't. <laughs> you know, I, I even do all the ones too. Like, hey man, what's going on? Fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. Take me to the hospital. No, <laughs> not like that. Fuck you. All right, see you later. Like, well, you think, you think I'm going to do that? No. Here's your consequence. <laughs> I tell that all the time to like people PD arrest. I'm like, all right, man, let's step on up on the consequence bus. <laughs> what do you mean? That's, that's a consequence. You go to the hospital now. <laughs> but no, this was, yeah. we don't have to dwell on it forever, but it was a subject that I had kind of noticed in myself. I'm like, I'm getting real sick of this shit. And then I had that call the other night. I'm like, this, this is out of control. Yeah. Well, it, dude, it, it is out of control. And I think everybody in their own way can do a little bit to combat it. But, I mean, I think the issue and the answer to it is so much bigger than anything we as firefighters and paramedics can do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know there's probably some community outreach things and stuff like that. But it, start, it starts at the bottom on that one. It starts at home. Teaching, it, te- instilling the values... It does, but it, it does, but whenever there is no stable home, because like what he said, it's been generational, you know, of trauma from this generation to the next, to the next, to the next, you have to cut it off somewhere. And problem. You, you can't cut that off. Well, no, you I can, mean, but it's not, it's, just, it's not, there is no universal fix. that's going to make everybody happy. No. And by cut it off, I mean you have to start at some point. Let's break the cycle. To break the cycle. Yeah. How, and how are you going to break and, the cycle? That's how. That's the question. How? Yeah. I wish I don't Dude, have the answer. I wish I did. I totally wish I did. But, I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where it's Work not camps. just. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just one answer. You know, you say, yes, it's got to start at home. Absolutely, it does. Those values and principles and things have to be instilled, but it also, there also has to be, getting, it's got to be a top-down thing, too. I remember getting in trouble in school, too. There's consequences. Well, okay, so we want to talk about the school system, how teachers have 40, 50 kids per class. There's, there's a problem there, there. There's a shortage of teachers, you know. Teachers are burnt out and don't care. Yeah. All of it. The resources aren't there. They're being told what to taught? What to taught? My name's Keith. Or what to teach? Sorry. What was your teacher taught you? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it happens. You sound like yeah. Jeremy's Louisiana education over there. Yeah, I know. Hey, man. He knew what he he knew what I said. <laughs> he knew what I say. <laughs> I say what? you. He did. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a continuous but, episode of the Water Boys. Teachers are being given a curriculum and told to teach that. Yeah, and it's not. And then you're, when, you know, I know when my son came, I'm like, 
that's not right. Yeah, because if that's the case, let's just get robot teachers. Yeah. With little pre-recorded videos. That's, that's what they want. And we'll just uh, that's what we'll do. <clears throat> like what's cool about teachers is the same thing that's cool about us. They're humans. <gasps> they breathe and they talk and they shit just like the rest of us. Right, you took it too far. Yeah. But just like the rest of us? Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> and they're underpaid. Yes. I mean, yeah, we could go well, you on You mean $35,000 a year isn't enough to deal with 30 children's problems? Dude, so whenever I was growing up in Louisiana, I'm sure I probably mentioned this before, the salary for a high school teacher or elementary, middle school, whatever you want to say, but the, the salary for a public school teacher in the state of Louisiana was below the national poverty line. It was so bad that the state basically put together a program and said, we will pay for your college all four years for you to get a teaching degree if you will agree to teach in the state of Louisiana for four years after you graduate. That's free college. Well, it's like Louisiana education, so it's like free seventh grade. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> LSU's in Louisiana, motherfucker. Sorry, free eighth grade. <laughs> I majored in football. You know, but if you think about it, what, what is a teacher's with a student nine months out of the year, mm-hmm. five days a week, eight hours a day? They that, are their educator, they are their counselor, they are their mentor. And if you break it down with class size, you're saying, hey, for nine months out of the year, you're going to be this patient's counselor, educator, and mentor for $2,000. $2,500 if it's a well-paying school based on average class size. Yeah. You can bill more than that <laughs> as an actual <laughs> counselor in two days. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Not much more than that, but you know, yeah, but you know what point. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Yeah. No, dude, it's a travesty. And but that's to start claiming teaching on your insurance. That's <laughs> how our society is though, is the people who do the most work get paid the least. It blows my mind. Well, we're seeing we're you know what? We're seeing it. Yeah. We're seeing the results of it now. Yeah. We're seeing our evaluation we're seeing human life devalued, crime up. Socialization down. We're saying it. We built it ourselves. We'll just ride this shit show out. <laughs> but there's no easy fix. That's all there is to it. I'm going yeah. to fucking Mars. <laughs> I am on the first space shuttle to Mars. You and Elon? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm driving my Tesla around Mars. Away <laughs> from all you assholes. <laughs> all right. Well. Everybody, thanks for stopping by. Sorry. Sorry I yelled. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you have an answer to that uh, question, uh, please feel free to to chime in on the comments or send us an email. Um, Washdownpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it'll be in the description. Um, again, if you're having a problem, there are resources out there. If you see somebody having a problem reach out and everybody take care of themselves all right